everyone, and welcome to the 29th Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's me, Ty. We're back. We're looking for action. That is a catchy <laughs> song. <laughs> um, yes, and I'm sure our listeners just heard that catchy yeah. song by Cooney, and it's yeah. at the beginning of almost every episode. Yeah, it is. Um, That's always fun to listen to when I, t- when I you know, kind of, you know, listen to the podcast for a second. Hey, looking for action. <laughs> So, well, I'm, people say they like the song and it gets them pumped yeah. up to listen to the podcast. So as long as people like it, I'll keep it in. If people get sick of it, I'll change it. Okay. Well, um, I haven't heard any negativity on that. So. Well, neither have I. In fact, I've heard positivity. So I guess we'll yeah. keep that for the time being. Um, <laughs> Sounds so, good. <laughs> but as we were saying uh, just recently, you had a celebrity encounter of the first kind uh, on Instagram. So why yes, don't you tell the viewer or the viewers or the listeners uh, yeah. about that? <laughs> sure, we'll do. So on Friday, I guess, uh, you know, November 6th, I posted Eliminator Woman starring Jerry Trimble and Karen Shepard on Instagram under Thai Action Rocks, which I'll promote later. And <laughs> I tagged Jerry Trimble and he responded. He's like, oh, enjoy the movie. And I said, I, I've seen it, dude. He said, cool. <laughs> so you're like buddies with Jerry Trimble now. Yeah, and he's like my other posts too, and I have some other Trimbles to post in the future, so <laughs> I'll just keep tagging them. I guess I'm his friend. So that's really cool um, that he responded. And I got Angie Everhart to like my the stray post <laughs> a couple of days ago too. So I'm dropping names everywhere. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's the power of Instagram. I guess because they see it. Because if you tag someone on Instagram, they'll see it. If you don't tag them, then they won't see it. So it's kind of interesting how that works. So, but I know a lot of people have liked your posts, but Trimble actually spoke to you. you he know. spoke to me. He liked and spoke to me on uh, the post of Eliminator Woman. So that was pretty cool. So, well, maybe in the future we could do a Jerry Trimble podcast. I don't see why not. That sounds like a fun idea. So we, but today's we, podcast. Oh. I think podcast is, uh, well, <laughs> do you want to say who it is? Well, the listeners might already know, but it's going to be all about Jeff Wincott. Yes, Jeff Wincott, Jeffrey Wincott. We just did Jeff Speakman in, uh, about two weeks ago, and now we have another Jeff. So I hope people won't get confused by that. I'm guessing no. they won't. So before we get to that, though, we have our classic segments. Yes. And I believe you have a person who should have been an action star. Okay. Got to do the theme, right? Should have been an action star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> and we have Raffi. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about this children's singer, yeah. Raffi. Yes. And um, <laughs> I, I, do you have some follow-up about this? Or? Yeah, so – you know, if you know what Raffi looks like, you know, he's a singer, he has a beard, and he sings children's songs, you know. But this time, he's out for blood. So, <laughs> and then maybe he doesn't have a beard. I know usually he has a revenge beard, but have you seen Raffi without the beard? You him. know, that's funny, because usually when we have these sort of an action star people, we always say, and then they grow a beard, and then they yeah. look more serious. Here, we're doing the opposite. We're saying, okay, he shaves the beard. Yes, because he's unrecognizable. Yeah. Not that he'd play himself, but it's just, you know, he's usually known with a, he's a beardo. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one way of putting it. And uh, he, from what I remember, he wears sort of like maybe a Hawaiian shirt or like yes. a, a fun festive shirt that I guess when he plays live in front of those children's audiences, they like 
the colors of the shirt. I, you yes. know, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's very, you know, it's full of stimulus. You know, it's like still <laughs> a stimuli. You got the Hawaiian shirt, you got the beard, so much to look at and listen. So I can see why kids right. are enraptured. Um, so there we go, Rafi. So, it's an unorthodox choice. Well, um, I, mean, yeah, I couldn't yeah. think of a, a title at the moment. Oh. I thought of maybe a bad guy. You know, he would obviously be after drug dealers, and I thought of a drug. He'd be a drug chieftain. You know, his name is Marco. I, thought, I just thought on top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what? But what's interesting is I believe it's um, what's the movie Billy Blanks? A Balance of Power. There's an evil playground. Yes, there is. So. Right. Okay. So there's an evil playground with the bad doings are transpiring to quote yep. Simpsons. So, <laughs> you know, because, you know, children typically play at playgrounds, maybe it could be something like that where they're selling drugs at the playground, mm-hmm. a la balance of power. And then Rafi comes in to save the children and he can yeah. maybe have guns and knives and stuff in his acoustic guitar. How about yes, that? Definitely. As, yeah, I could totally see that. I think maybe you can, sh- you know, during, you know, he fights Marco or <laughs> Marco. <laughs> his name popped up, but he fights the yeah, final bad Marco. guy. And- yeah, Mar- I know. Oh, I hate that Marco. Oh, because it's a good like. I hate that name. So it's like, and um, and, and we want to apologize to our listeners yeah. who might be named Marco, by the way. Yes, yeah, so if you're named Marco, I, I guess you're, you're good. You're not a drug chieftain. It's just for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, we have to do that because you know political correctness is just it's run amok. So uh, you know, we have to say that. <laughs> so maybe he sharpens his guitar strings, you know, in the final battle against all of his goons, Marco's goons. So, right, like, right. So maybe, we're, we're we're basing a lot of this around his acoustic guitar style. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he can obviously hit someone with the guitar, and he's definitely it's like I, I forget what he, you only hear him sing. I don't really hear him speak. So maybe he has like a really tough, gruff voice. It's like I'm gonna get you, Marco, something like that. Like maybe a Liam Neeson. <laughs> that's type. true. You know, that's a good point. We've never actually heard him talk. We've no, only never, ever heard him sing, and it's yeah. in that, okay, yeah. I can it would be like kind of a high pitched voice, kind of like a Randy Couture or something. It would be like a really gruff voice, like really cool sounding. So, so in, in the style of a Jason Bag. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Which is how <laughs> everyone should talk. I wish I could talk like that. It's just amazing. Just watch Chicago PD. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I don't have a title. I mean, I can't really think of one top of my head. Maybe uh, I don't know, Blood Song. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there's a movie with Frankie Avalon called Blood Song. I think, oh. yeah, that's like, like a slasher, and it's called Blood Song. There's an evil flute, I believe. Oh, so um, that works out. So maybe it'll just be, uh, I don't know, Blood Songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, perfect. <laughs> totally different. Um, uh, let's see, I'm trying to see. I'm going off the top of my head here. Like, see, I'm thinking something. It doesn't work, like Raffle of Doom or something. Yeah, okay, you know, I'm trying to incorporate Raffle. The, 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 the Raffle. Yeah, the um, Raffle. And then... It... <laughs> okay, I can see the Raffle. So he spins a wheel, kind of like the lottery, and then, like, then your your number comes up. So. Right, and then you die. You die. I can see that. And then maybe because he was a bunch of goons, so he used a bunch of goons in his Raffle. So it's like... Well, that's how he lures the goons to the playground. You know, yeah. like when they do those things, they mail those uh, letters to the criminal saying, you want a free boat, come down to the police yeah. station and pick it up. And Perfect. then they just arrest everyone that shows up. It would be like <laughs> <love> that. that. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's perfect. I, I could totally see that. And maybe he has a partner. Maybe he doesn't. I think he works alone. He works alone. So. Or he can do a classic thing when the partner dies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I just watched Alien Nation, you know, with James Caan and Mandy Patinkin. 
And let's just say all the cliches are counted <laughs> and presented for because his his partner passes away. So it's like, mm. Well, that so. is a, a potential cliche of the day, but I think we're going to yeah. do a different one. Oh, that's um, right. Well, we can go right into that. So uh, anything else you want to say about Rafi? No, just that I hope he does his action movie soon. And if he listens yeah. to the podcast, it would be a, a nice change of pace for him and, and for the viewers. Yeah, that'd be great because, you know, he was, I think he was born in Egypt. So that he, maybe he can, you know, do his uh, revenge around Egypt because it's a nice, uh, interesting location. So Yeah, OK. Yeah, so, I, I can see that. I can yeah, definitely see cool. that. I, I can see him It'd like, be like Jalal Murhai. Oh, perfect. Perfect. He'd be the new Jalal Murhai. Jalal at the Mahi. end of Fearless Tiger, isn't he in some sort of Egypt type yes. location? I don't know, Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the partner who might die. Yeah. How about Jalal Murhai? It could be Murhai and Rafi. Perfect. Murhai and Rafi together at last. And it's not too late because they're both still hanging around. So. Right. So. As promised, we are now going to move on to the cliche of the day. Yes. Um, okay. Oh, it's the, <laughs> it's the cliche of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. Well, I am excited. And what is the cliche of the day? Well, why don't we change it up and go oh, okay. with – Well, why don't we go with the, the something from our cliche list? Because, you know, to peek behind the curtain here, we do have a list of cliches. And uh, we pick one, well, we, which we made years ago, and we're, yes. we're always adding to it, way before we did the podcast. So once we started doing the podcast, we – you know, obviously, yeah, like the put that in, yeah, we put that into service. We've been checking them off and we were talking about it. But since it's so connected to the Rafi thing, I think we should go with partners constantly dying. Yeah, they always. <laughs> so I think maybe this comes from the uh, Dirty Harry series, you know, where Dirty Harry will have will always have a partner. And then the chief will say, meet your new partner. <laughs> and then the Dirty Harry will have some snide remark about the, how he's a young uh, punk or something. Yeah. Who's and, this punk? Or is it like a woman or like a, a oh, monkey? No, or not a woman. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> or like, like a young person or uh, a, anyone who's not like a middle-aged man, he gets disgruntled. Yeah, he gets and, very disgruntled. Uh, no one gets a regular gruntled, though. It's <laughs> always disgruntled. You know, that's a good point. Yeah. Who's gruntled? So I, I guess if you're gruntled, that would mean you're happy. Yeah. Because right? no if you're disgruntled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's get back to Gruntled. You know. It's, it's, well, that could be the name of a potential movie. Um, maybe uh, like an old Gruntled, movie, like, like Wilford Brimley. I guess I guess he passed away, but before he could be in the movie called Gruntled. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he could be like a children's movie, maybe with Raffi. You know, like a like a Merlin's Shop of Mystical Wonders type of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it was like a low budget right? children's movie. <laughs> So yeah, the partners always die. Yeah, yeah so, partners always die. And so you watch these cop movies, these dramas. He gets a partner. Yeah. The partner, you know, has a lot of grand dreams about his future, which, yeah, as a viewer, we, we know is a death sentence. Yeah. And then, uh, and then bad things happen, and then that makes the our main cop mad, and then he goes out for revenge. I have a bunch of examples. You know, okay. there's nails with Dennis Hopper, mm-hmm. and his partner passes away, and then. There's well, going to just, the aforementioned alienation, which is because he says, "Oh, this is for Tug." <laughs> it's like, of course, you say that right at the end. And then, um, Lethal Weapon Three is the one of one of the funnier examples. Like, oh, I'm going to go with Riggs and Murta. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> 
they got some like boys to men song during his funeral <laughs> of course they do <laughs> and well, oh full here. full eclipse that's another good example uh mario van peebles oh yeah we can do this all day street kings doesn't happen in street kings or well of something else yeah yeah his partner does pass away in street kings, and then he has another partner who might pass away no spoilers we haven't seen street kings whoa i'm like a street king whoa <laughs> right so that's our cliche of the day it's the the forever dying partner of yeah. the of the main of the main police they never make it they never make it maybe one day they will make it like it's See, it's funny i can think of other examples but i don't know how far i want to go down the spoiler oh that's right. i already gave a bunch of spoilers but hopefully people have seen i said might pass away i guess <laughs> right that's how you save yourself yeah it's like it's like saying allegedly when you say something kind of uh controversial <laughs> Right, all you have to do is say allegedly, and you're completely in the clear. Wow, completely cleared. <laughs> but today, the subject is Jeff Wincott, the great yes. Jeff Wincott, who's been yeah. in plenty of direct-to-video movies that have brightened all of our lives. And, and all uh, of our screens. So, yeah, and all of our screens, and it's definitely a staple of the video stores we know and love and are always talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect for the, like, the 90s video store era. Like, yeah, and when you see him like on a box cover or you see his name in the credits, you go, oh, okay. You know, that's it's like a net positive. It's like, oh, Jeff Wincott's in this? Okay, great. You know, I'll definitely uh, check it out. You know, and that's what happens. You're like, oh, you know what? I really liked Marshall Outlaw, for example, but we'll get more into that shortly. I'm sure we will get to that. Yeah. Um, just a couple quick things about him. I won't spend yeah. too much time on background, but uh, yeah. I mean, he was born in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada in 1956. Um, he was named uh, one of the martial arts movie stars of the next century by Black Belt Magazine. Nice. That's a great magazine. <laughs> well, don't you have uh, some issues you have with Gerald Alcamara? I have um, the Gerald Alcamara one, yeah. <laughs> um, so he was born and raised in Toronto. He, his mother was from Piacenza, Italy. His English father was an amateur boxer. Um, actor Michael Wincott is his younger brother, as I think we all know. Yeah. Um, he started guy. studying Taekwondo at 15 and swam competitively. Um, Wincott became interested in acting while in high school and wound up turning down a swimming scholarship to study acting at Ryerson Polytechnic Institute, where he studied for two years. Um, and then his acting career went from there. Um, as a slasher fan, I know him initially from Prom Night. Oh, but then right. I guess... You know, so what can I say? You know, he's an, a staple of the action genre and the, the direct-to-video genre. And, and it, what I think something we've always commented on is his sort of powerful style. Like like when he'll be punching, and he has these power-packed punches, and he's he really good. Oh, absolutely. Punch. And it's funny because I'm not sure where you want – you want to keep giving some background or you want me to um... – Start up the old wind. That's the end of my background. I don't want to bore the listeners with a lot of background. I just wanted to give a couple of those facts before well, we launch into the career because you know he started his acting career so early. So I just gave a couple little things yeah. before he got going. Yeah, um, he did a bunch of TV appearances. I was looking at his uh, filmography. So I think he was on Matlock. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No, not yet. I had to do some research on that one. Kind of like how Shannon Tweed was on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, I just because I know you're a Matlock fan, so I got a big Matlock fan. Well, one to me, uh, yeah, a, a, an episode of Matlock with Jeff Wincott—that's like t- right up your alley. I know. I will double check the episode and keep an eye on the uh, on the TV guide. And uh, okay. I was going to say about Shannon Tweed; she was on an episode of Murder <laughs> She Wrote. So it's like, 
<laughs> well, you got to so, watch out for that one too. I got to watch that one. So I don't. <laughs> so I, I I will do that. I just saw that the other day. It's like, oh right, Shan tweeters on murder she wrote. So taking a break from all the cold sweats and uh, you know indecent behaviors, <laughs> behaviors, body chemistries, and all the erotic thrillers or ETs as we call them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there should be an erotic thriller pocket. I think there might be. I just, but we'll, uh, we'll get well, to that but, another day. But she's also a Canadian actor, right? Isn't she Canadian? The Tweedster? <laughs> yes, the Tweedster. I believe she is. <laughs> I suppose we could look into that. But So it's possible she starred with Lincoln in something, but uh, yeah, we didn't really – I didn't know we were going to be talking about Shannon Tweed, so well, I didn't I just, prepare for that. Well, let's see. I just uh, just came up when he said that he was on Matlock. It made me think of that. So you said he was on Matlock. No, no, he is. <laughs> no, he's on Matlock, and then it made me think that Tweed was on Murder She Wrote. So, oh, okay. So I guess hmm, now, where do we like to start? Do you want to start the movies that we've seen or the ones you haven't seen? So we're just going to talk about the Mike, or not Michael Wincott. I mean, we might talk about Michael Wincott, but the Jeff Wincott <laughs> movies that are on our website. This isn't meant yes. to be a completely comprehensive look at every single thing he's done. This is just the movies we've reviewed on comeupandreviews.net yeah. in case anyone says, hey, you forgot such and such. No, right. we're just doing the ones that are on our site. Our site. And, and maybe and in a couple of cases I haven't seen. Yeah. So, um, so we'll start, start with. Yeah, start with wherever you want to start. OK, I'll start with Deadly Bet. 1992 okay. early uh, PM movie. Right, I know that's a PM movie and has Charlene Tilton. Yeah, Charlene Tilton, Ray Boom Boom Mancini, so Gary Daniels and Ian Jacqueline. Uh, I mean, head. great 90s cast, perfect PM. But you know, to disclose to the listeners, I haven't seen Deadly Bet, so you're gonna have to talk right. about Deadly. Right, I keep thinking you saw that one. All right, so I've never seen Deadly Bet. Okay, so Wincott, his name is Angelo. He's down on his luck and he, you know, punch fights for money, and then. Only a quick. His girlfriend's kidnapped. His girlfriend's Charlene Tilton, and then you know he he fights people. It's not a bad movie. I finally have a copy. I got a tape uh, copy last year. It's a solid win, Kyle. Like, like if you want to start with win, Kyle, you can start with that one. There, there's some better ones out there, actually. Um, I guess that that was pretty quick. We'll go to a one that we did not like too well, which would be Fatal Combat, aka No yeah. Exit. Right. Yeah, I, it's not Wincott's fault, but it, no. this movie is just not that great. I mean, yeah, I give the um, plot a little bit. Professor yeah, John Stone is a professor, <laughs> gives a lot of homework. <laughs> but then, uh, let's see here. I mean, yeah, his wife is attacked, and then he goes to jail, and there's another punch fighting. It's another punch fight to the death uh, tournament. He fights uh, Sven Oli Forsen. Right. It's, it's not very good, but there's, a, there's some. There's a lot of a lot of uh, you know weak points in. There's all these stupid transitions. Remember that Where they transition yeah. like they well, have to have a TV screen, right? Because I, I think the point is some evil mastermind is sort of broadcasting these punch fights to the death over. I guess what would today be called the dark web, but yeah, back then it's more like dark cable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like dark cable. I think it's, <laughs> it's like isn't that what it is? It's like a secret illegal cable channel where they can yes. watch this. So they have all these, you know, kind of annoying transitions in between scenes with like static, which blares loudly, yeah. and um, like whipping the cameras, like panning around quickly, and um, and it has this, but you kind of gray, bleak. Um, kind of feel to it which is typical of that director um so damien lee 
Yeah, Damien Lee. Most Damien Lee movies have this sort of like overcast, gray, bleak feel to them. Yeah. Which, He'll be back shortly on our list. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that might be a Canadian thing. I mean, any of our Canadian listeners can write in and, and tell us, but I feel like that might be a product of having grown up in Canada. You know, I, not having grown up in Canada, I wouldn't know, but I think that is sort of why that is, but that's just a guess on my part. Um, well, I mean, it's not the best movie at all, but there are a couple of bright points where there's a bunch of no's. Oh, he does a really good one in this, yeah. from what I remember, in the parking yeah. lot. In the parking lot, it's really low. It's just like, no. I love when they slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> and they repeat it a couple times throughout the movie, if I remember correctly. Yes. It's like they, he cuts to his past and it's black and white. He goes, no. <laughs> right, as if one no wasn't enough, uh, which it clearly is, because it's, it's a solid no, from what I recall. Well, just like we just mentioned Gerald Akamura, he does that no. <laughs> or is this Bushido or no? I think both, both, but yeah. but that is a great moment in uh, this fighter where he says that's where he says Bushido. Yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, I thought that was in like Revenge of the Bushido Blade or whatever that movie's called. Was that him or is that the Fong or Leo Fong? No, Leo Fong. He he wouldn't say no like that. That's not really his style. <laughs> How would you like a shovel head? That's more. <laughs> that's more Leo Fong or yeah. the trackers in the mail. Yeah, that was from Showdown and Low Blow, respectively. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we should do a Fong podcast one day. All right, I'm going to write. So wait, we have to do a Leo Fong podcast and uh, Owen, oh, Jerry, Jerry Trimble. Trimble. You know, yeah. Now that you're in contact with Jerry Trimble, maybe we could get an interview. I can give it a shot. You know, people are, are uh, working from home now. So <laughs> <laughs> we won't say why, but. Uh... <laughs> but it would be interesting if we got Leo Fong in, in his like his interviews, like just the way he talks is that's how he talks. It's yeah. like, so, you know, Leo, how is it going? It is going good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just talks a lot on everything he says. He got a I was in low blow. It was good. Yeah. Or I was in kill point. It was good. Or I was in showdown or uh, blood street, which is one of the rarest uh, things I have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not to get too off topic, but oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so uh, Fatal Combat, not the best wing cut. I mean, yeah. I would say if you happen to see it for like a dollar somewhere, you know, yeah, pick it up. But well, that's it, why it, I found it for 50 cents. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I found it for 50 cents in a time tunnel. And I, I, think I, gave, I think it's gone. It's a tape purge movie. It's not a good movie. Would I keep it today? I probably would. But, I, you know, eight years ago, it's like this. Or nine years ago, it's this sucks. And it's, it's got no... <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's fatal combat so what else yeah. do you have let's see we'll go with open fire so right. it's like yeah so tell the listeners about open fire okay so this is like a die hard but with jeff winkheim with jeff speakman <laughs> so just think of that it's a die hard knockoff with jeff winkheim and you know he's, <clears> he's a let's see here he's on a rope uh, yeah, well, yeah, he's on a rope. Well, the plot is uh, Die Hard in a movie. Um, Alec, Alec McNeil, Jeff Wincott, is a surly phone company worker who just wants to be left alone to shirtlessly pound away <laughs> with pneumatic drill of his shirt off. But his his, uh, his father, Bob, runs his chemical treatment plant, and I wonder what happens. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so Die Hard in the Building, uh, he's, uh, you know, yeah, he's on the, a rope, as I recall. You know, he, but on a rope in the building, he kind of has to like yeah. sneak between floors to. Yes, that was people. good. That was a good sequence. Yeah, and yeah the, the highlight of the movie, which is probably why it's on the box cover. Yes. And uh, yeah, the bad guy is named Stein Kruger, played by Patrick Kilpatrick. And I think we talked about this in an earlier podcast, how they have to get, and I put this in quotes, Euro trash baddies. Yeah. And they, ha- they have to be in the mold of Hans Gruber. They just yeah. have to. So, <laughs> so in this case. Yeah. What was that guy? I, I, why I always forget Richard Norton's name and strategic command. It was like, you know, it was like, it's Bob like Larry Gruber. Gruber or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll have to look it up again, which is also uh, – <laughs> Brian Cranston's best work is strategic. Yes, it is. Definitely. (laughs) Someone to ask him about that one. Um, Yeah, so this is not a bad movie. If you want to catch another one, that's decent. Open fire. Because, you know, it has what you want. He beats up some people. It's diehard in a... um, Yeah, Yeah, we said that we uh, enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, definite improvement over Fatal Combat. I would say this is a recommended movie if you can get a hold of it. Yeah, this is cool. I'll have to mention one other thing here. Uh, yeah, Open Fire is a 90s video store action title if there ever was one. It lives up to its name. Even during the opening credits, there are still shots of guns interposed with <laughs> the titles on the screen. Just guns. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And, and I remember thinking, okay, like you pop in the tape and the movie starts and you go, okay, this is cool. You know, it's it's setting a cool tone for what you're about Absolutely. to see. And I love when movies do that. Now, we can go to another one. It's not the best. I'm saving up all the good one cuts to the end here. <laughs> all right. That's so, how you want to do it. Um, well, that's saying, oh, no, Open Fire is a, is a winner. But, um, yeah, it is. It is. So we're going to go to Killing Man. Oh, yeah. Killing okay, Man. Now, we talked about this one during the Killing episode. Oh, okay. So, so I guess we won't spend too much time on it. If you want to hear us talk about it, go back yeah. to that podcast. Well, um, we just say quickly, it's not. It's definitely shot in Canada. There's like no budget. I think it's you know, like a black background. Oh, like yeah, the Charlie, Charlie Rose show. The Charlie Rose show. <laughs> we say, is this the weirdest episode of the Charlie Rose show? Because <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, obviously, we have no problem with low budget movies, none no. whatsoever. Ninety five percent of the time, they're better than high budget movies. But you know, when if a movie is so low budget, in the it's like a completely black background. Like they couldn't even afford a background. I mean, that's really low. I mean, that's low. On, so, you, guys, you know, get just stats. be prepared for that. Yeah. I mean, that's like a to go down the list. When we're doing a Wincott, like super, uh, you know, marathon, that would be like that one, of the dead last ones. And then no, uh, no contest. Wait, what was it? I'm sorry. Fatal combat. Fatal combat. It's called, also called no exit. Fatal combat. Right. It has that cool song, No Exit, something like that. It was the best part of the movie. I remember this is a classic case of the song being better than the movie. Yeah, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. I guess I have to go to another one that's not as good either. I hate to say it more, which is uh, Jeff. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Jeff (laughs) Wincott. For a Jeff Wincott movie, Jeff. Jeff. No, but Street Law, Welcome to the Jungle is the tagline from 1995. Right, so Prime Video Store Time has yep. Jeff Wincott. You'd think it would be a winner. It's not, again, you know, John Ryan, played by Jeff Wincott, is a Toronto-based lawyer. He's also very adept at kickboxing and punch fighting. But unfortunately, his life is about to come crashing down because he owes money to a, a evil gangster uh, f- played by 
Douglas O'Keefe, not Miles O'Keefe. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, Larry the Lender. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Larry the Lender? I remember I remember Lender's Bagels. That was a good place. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like talk about Lender's Bagels in this very movie. Oh, Open Fire. I forgot to mention something else about Open Fire, which oh, okay. was, remember the other Open Fire at David Carradine? Yes. <laughs> and it was just barely a movie. Just Somehow it's a movie. And it had to be 90 minutes out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's not the Horace Wiggins movie. Right? No, no, Horace Wiggins is. <laughs> I know I say this all the time. I just love the name Horace Wiggins. I just like saying it. I think Horace Wiggins is Kill. Uh, what's the Kill Squad? What's it called? <laughs> it's, it's not from Kill the Fire. Is it? Kill oh, Kill, and there's a bunch of movies called Kill Zone too. Yes, we, we did when the Kill episode. We, did, we had three movies called Kill Zone. That, that was Horace Wiggins. Okay. All right, but you, you, but what you're doing now is just clarifying for people that there, yeah. the open fire we're talking about is not the David Carradine open fire. Yes, I forgot to mention during our discussion just now. It's like, oh, right, there's the other open fire with David Carradine, and there is, he just he doesn't say much, he doesn't do much. It's funny though. Yeah. But just there's that funny little kid on the bus. I love that kid. I, that kid is great. He's for some unknown reason he's wearing a three piece suit, <laughs> like in a desert. And he says, yeah, in the desert or wherever, the jungle. <laughs> the jungle. He, the kid says absolutely nothing, kind of like David Carradine. <laughs> um, and it's just, it, this is one of those movies where nothing happens, but it's also not boring. It, it it's very that? weird. It's like the movie ends. It's like, okay, uh, we just saw something. I'm not sure what it was, but. That was a movie. You know? It was a movie, yeah. And then, you know what? I think the bad guy didn't say anything. No, I don't think so. I, so I who talked in the movie? I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I'll have to look at the review again on that one because it's so it was such a weird movie. It was only on YouTube, by the way. Might still be there. Yeah, the uh, bad guy, he just has like a he's a falconer of some sort and he just has a falcon uh, on his own. And he stands falcon. around. I forgot about the falcon. <laughs> Actually, you know, to be fair, uh Carradine has one line. Oh was Do you remember what the line is? I like get him? <laughs> Close. I believe his line in the movie is Get out of my way. Oh, that's right. That's all he said. Yeah, and I think he might have said it more than once, or they just looped it a couple times. <laughs> I, he probably only said it once. But yeah, he actually told several people to get out of his way, yeah. which, um, you know, certainly is enough for a 90-minute movie. Um, <laughs> and now we have to go back to Street Law. Not to be confused yes. again with another Street Law from 1974. Oh, so, the one with Franco Nero. Yeah, which we also reviewed on the site. And... It's funny that Wincott has movies with other titles, you know. Yeah. Uh, so this one's not very good. Again, let's go back to Street Law. But why not? Like, explain why, why it's not. not good. It's just that you don't care. He doesn't really do much martial arts because uh, he's just a lawyer. I know he says he does punch fighting, but he, he doesn't. <laughs> There's uh, unnecessary zooms and, you know, the fight scenes aren't as good. There's all these weird transitions again. Um, is this directed by Damien Lee? Yes, it is. Instead of the loud uh, television static, it's a gunshot. Oh, so, yeah, that was so annoying. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, he does some stick fighting, which we'll talk about more in depth in the next movie I'm going to mention. Oh, and, good, because I think that's one of his strong suits. Yes. So it just I wish it just could have been better, because as we said, it just it has one count, which is great. But we need another person like an Eric Roberts or a Robert Davi or David Carradine 
to spice it up as a villain or something. Right, right. I totally get what you're saying. Yes, there's I, I remember there. this. There's something there in Sweet Law, but it just doesn't come together, unfortunately. So, right. And I, get, I get why it's called Sweet Law because he's a lawyer, so that's the law. And but he's on the street, um, <laughs> so I do kind of get it. But yeah, it it should have had a bit more pizzazz, or yeah. maybe not have been directed by Damien Lee, one of the two. <laughs> but now we're gonna get to a, a Wincott classic, which okay. is Mission of Justice. Yes, a great movie. This has yeah. one of the best fight scenes. Yeah. You know, of the time, it's, it, it holds up right now. You know, so you just oh, look it up and buy it. Like an auto garage, right? Yeah, auto garage. He's fighting everyone with, these, with every weapon at his disposal. It's an amazing sequence. Just amazingly shot and choreographed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they give awards for this sort of thing, that should win. It's just the amount of work and time and effort and energy that went into this must have been immense. Yeah. It's just, it really, really delivers for the fans. Absolutely. And Mission Justice is, is a good movie overall, besides that fight scene. You know, I could give it a little bit of the plot, people who haven't yes. seen it. Kurt Harris, Jeff, is a cop on the edge. And uh, his partner is played by Karen Shepard from Eliminator Woman. Right. And uh, then they, you know, they're, you know, they're cops, they're crime fighters. And they, they, there's a group called the Peacemakers, kind of like the Guardian Angels, you know, Curtis Lewa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're, they're part of that group. And then Brigitte Nielsen is the villain. And Matthias Hughes are the villains. So that's, that's a great, um, that's already amazing. Yeah, it is. So I won't say anything more, but just, uh, yeah, Dr. Rachel K. Larkin. <laughs> Brigitte Nielsen is a ruthless politician running for mayor. So she'll do anything uh, to get to the top. So and then of course she just you know uses Matthias Hughes as the muscle. So right, <laughs> they well, have a fight. She has yeah plenty of muscle herself though. So yeah. it's a kind of, it's like a power team. It's it just delivers the goods. Mission of Justice. I don't want to give anything else away. Just you have to watch this movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, this is a highly recommended movie. You know, Wincott has to sort of infiltrate the mission, you know, because it's like another, this is kind of a clever title. He's on a mission of justice, but also there's a mission, like a a religious mission. Right, right. Center of everything. So very clever, um, you know. And yeah, there's there's that one absolutely standout fight scene and other good fight scenes too. but But that scene in the garage really takes the cake. It's amazing. I not have to rewatch it. You know, I just rewatched it about a year ago. Maybe I'll rewatch it again. You know, it's just <laughs> Well, you own it, you could watch it at your leisure. But that definitely a, a recommended movie. And, and one of the movies that puts Wincott in that top bracket yeah, of fighters exactly. that are in these movies. And that's why he gets his own podcast, something so something so awesome like Mission of Justice. Right, so, right. His own episode. Yeah, energy, it's just full of energy. Definitely watch it. I'm gonna go to the next movie. Which is, and I lost it. Marshall Outlaw. So, 1993. I know this is a kind of a Wincott classic. This is what oh, another Wincott classic. Saw in in video stores. Oh, you know, at big the time. Hit. and on cable. Oh, did you watch on cable? I, I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure this was a staple of the pay channels back in the 90s. See, as I always say, we, I want the movies from yesteryear today. So. <laughs> Well, is that why you collect VHS? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so I have this on VHS. I finally just got a copy. I'm not having to see it the first time. It, but um, possibly yeah, from Video Seven. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. It's since no. 2015 we posted. So we we saw like we rented like 40 plus movies from there. So there was a lot. So, um, okay. So we can give the plot a little bit. It's very similar to uh, Mr. Justice. Kevin White, the DA agent, who travels from Washington D.C. to California, hot on the trail of evil Russians. Um, his brother Jack White. <laughs> right, not the guy from the White Stripes. Not the guy yes. from the White Stripes. What's that song they have? It's uh, I don't know. They well, a lot of songs, but I don't know. And, and there's I don't care about the White Stripes. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah okay you know um that's, I know very, that's very controversial allegedly <laughs> allegedly <laughs> okay, you allegedly don't like the white stripes okay um you're no docking <laughs> well who is <laughs> so yeah it's jack white now it's <laughs> okay so it's the fighting some russians uh and then let's see here you could just stop right there if you want it's not there well What's great about this one is Jeff Wink guy has a lot of funny outfits in. He has like a checkered sweater. So do you, <laughs> you have to take a look at the screenshots. I, you know, I haven't thought about this since we watched it, but the second you said Wincott and checkered sweater, I instantly flashed back. So oh, I, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. He's <laughs> a great checkered sweater, and there's a great fight scene at a bar. Do you know, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was really long, but you can't help but enjoy it. And when it's just getting uh, punched and smacked and thwacked or <laughs> that's good i always love a good bar fight yeah that was a bar fight i think i think there was a fight in maybe a gym so that was another good one uh and he uses his arnest sticks that's right so he that's amazing yeah he has all these awesome stick moves so right which were also on full display in mission of justice yeah i was just about to say that yeah so that was i think he remember he had to like do um when, I guess it's hazing, right? You had like uh, it's like an underground hazing in Mission of Justice, where he fights all those people. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's like a pretext to a big fight scene. But yeah. but it is worth mentioning that in this, in several movies, he gets to show off his prowess with stick fighting. Yeah, it's really cool, really well done. This is another solid Wincott outing. I mean, I would definitely check this one out too. Um. See, this is a classic Wincott. Yeah. Like, I think if you're going to start watching yes, Jeff this, Wincott, is a, I, this is a good one to start with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what's really funny, when I bought the tape, there was this this sticker. I said, now, it used to be nine like $79.99. Now, $9.99. <laughs> well, that is, that's what happened, you know, was, you know, the prices dropped. What's great is, um, yeah, yeah, the restaurant, yeah, the restaurant fight scene is great. Yeah, Marshall Outlaw, we just love the title. So it's like another great title too. Yeah, Marshall Outlaw. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. That's awesome title. So yeah, that's another uh, recommended Wincott. I guess our next movie. Oh, here we go. Um, let me just do one quick check before I say it. Oh, okay. Here's the movie you haven't seen, which is Paper Bullets. He's not really in it that much. I'll get to another good Wincott in a second. Um, yeah, James Russo, Ernie Hudson, and Jeff Wincott. I mean, you think that's a good cast? It's okay. I mean, I rewatched it last year. I mean, it's, it's a movie on a screen, unfortunately. <laughs> mm-hmm. and James Russo is a cop, and his, ki- his kid's kidnapped, and Jeff Wincott's barely in it. So, Jeff Wincott's ba- he's barely in it, Ernie Hudson's barely in it, and William McNamara. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. all just not in it. It's, just, it's, it's a Russo. So, go ahead. Oh, I said, who, who is in it? Oh, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> just, just James Russo. 
Yeah, nothing really happens. In this. I mean, if you're bored and you have paper bullets at your disposal, you can watch it. Perfect for just when you're bored. So I forgot I, uh, we had that one on the uh, site. So now we're going to go to what I was about to say is, oh, there's a good one. Martial Law 2 Undercover. Tell people why you're going straight to Martial Law 2. Well, because in Martial Law 1, Jeff Wincott's not in that. It's Chad McQueen. So <laughs> it replaced Chad McQueen with Jeff Wincott and kept, and kept uh, Rob Rock. So, so I think we said in the review that that was a smart move. Oh, absolutely. Wow, what an upgrade. I mean, this so, is another yeah. classic Wincott. It is. This is up there with um, Martial Outlaw. Yes. And it's just and all your favorite people in. So we got Rock Rock and you got Evan Lurie, Billy Drago, Sherry Rose, Max Fair, all these people we've mentioned before. And all in one movie. So, it's great. It, yeah, the cast is terrific. There's yeah. it's entertaining start to finish. There's fight scenes, there's good characters. It's it's yeah. really a good movie. It's just it delivers the goods a hundred percent. And it's really funny that his his nickname is Martial Law. <laughs> <laughs> What a nickname. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> Michael Dudikoff's nickname in that TV show Cobra, which is Scandal Jackson, so or just Scandal. So like <laughs> which, which his mom called him as a little kid. Yeah, right? his mom called him Scandal as a little kid. Scandal, come here. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get the nickname Scandal when you're a child? I, you know, that's the mystery of Cobra, I suppose. <laughs> I love that show. It has like, that awesome opening song. And it's it's great. Just, just look it up on YouTube, and then press repeat a thousand times. <laughs> uh, so you want the plot of this one, or um, hmm. I mean, it? you know, I, we we should probably just tell people just to see it. Just, I mean, just watch it because all these plots are actually kind of similar <laughs> that I mentioned before. So yeah, that's a good point. Just, just go out of your way to make sure to watch this one. Because it's just, we say it's, it's energetic, it's just fun. There's a, there's, there's a, a whoa moment. I won't give it away and near the end. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about without giving it away. I, I wouldn't give it away, but it's not ringing a bell right now. Well, but say it involves a, it involves a shotgun. So. Mm, okay. Okay. I was like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's this is definitely a recommend for people. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I think. We might be almost done. Hold on, let me just do a quick uh, check here. Okay, so I found What it. is it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we mention it, actually, we did see Profile for Murder. Remember he was in that, that uh, Lance Henderson yes. movie? It was like a murder yes. mystery, Joan Severance. That, that yeah, wasn't bad. It, it's a decent movie. It's, yeah, I would check it out. The box <laughs> art is a little misleading because yeah. I think it was made during the height of X-Files mania. So for some unknown reason, they made it look exactly like the X-Files, which if you watch the movie, has nothing whatsoever to do with anything X-Files related. No, no supernatural abilities. No, nothing. But the, 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 whoever made the box art said, oh, because you know, the X-Files, there's an X, they put a big M, I guess. Yeah, for it's me. huge. It's like... I was, that was just hilarious. I had to get that one. I've seen it before, but then I rewatched it this past year. Um, okay, so here we are on the last one, which is the the super classic, Last Man Standing. Right. What a movie. That, 
it just rocks. <laughs> we mentioned this a couple times on the podcast already. It just it rocks. It rules. It's great. <laughs> I mean, Rock and I rule. Mean, Isn't that a yeah. Uh, movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's an animated movie. Yeah, so. I think I saw it. So it just you know it, <laughs> it goes with this movie because it just rocks and rules. So well, Kurt you Bell, know, we talk uh, about uh, our favorite PMs. And I think that's yes. when this has come up before. This always makes the list because this is just PM at its height, Winka at its height, yeah. direct video action at its height. This is just everything at its height in the 90s. I mean, this is just a great example of um, the type of awesome action you would get in video stores in the 90s. I just You can't believe some of the, the stunts. And I know I mention this one all the time, but the part where there's that big car chase on the highway and he's everything's blowing up and he's on a motorcycle, Jeff Wincott, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Belmore's character. You know. Yeah, and, uh, and he has a good yellow suit and he's falling out of you know these buildings and it just it all you can say is like whoa this movie just it just rocks how do they do half this stuff i mean it's just it's amazing like everyone involved isn't dead i mean they, yeah, it, like I, the stuff they do <laughs> looks so dangerous it's just i it's amazing i'm speechless how cool it is and luckily it's also on dvd so it's somewhat available so, oh, good. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm glad it's on DVD. Because uh, movies we've already mentioned today, you know, like Open Fire, that's only on tape. Or I think Mission Justice might. No, that's only on tape. So, But some of them, it doesn't really matter. And like those earlier ones that we talked about, I mean, who cares if they're on t- tape or DVD yeah, or not? I don't really care about, uh, you know, Fatal yeah, Combat Killing or whatever. Man. Killing Man might be on DVD. Oh, but. I think it is. It's like that made the DVD. <laughs> We get to see that beautiful black background in high definition. <laughs> Finally, like the blacks are really black and the whites are really white. <laughs> it's like laundry. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. Um, but see, well, is there anything more we can say about Last Man Standing? Yes. Well, actually, there's a lot of movies called Last Man Standing. Well, that's true. I mean, we can. If we already didn't mention this before, I mean, wait, did we do a movie? With all, yeah, we did the last podcast. <laughs> so we could, we talked about the villain's name is Snake Underwood. In last right. night standing at the name it's like <laughs> that's such a cool name um do you want to mention the other last man standings i mean there's the well the bruce willis one and uh, the one with franco colombo oh that's right yeah that was a serious drama uh rue <laughs> yeah rue right? vernon g wells yeah vernon g wells played rue it was like a serious performance and he did a great job so those are two Last Man Standing movies right there. Yeah, but this is the one from 1996. So, oh wait, well, 95, 96. So hopefully people don't get confused. Uh, I don't think they will. I mean, this is the only PM movie with Jeff Wincott called Last Man Standing. So, <laughs> so you gotta, we get, you just gotta watch this one. Uh, yeah, we give it four stars or four bits. So it's like, I think that's it for Wincott. I mean, there's the one you haven't seen, which is called The Donor. I guess, right, The Donor. Um, I watched it on Amazon Prime last year. You know, someone steals his kidneys, and there's not really any any fight scenes. It's more of a drama for uh, for Jeffrey there. Well, so, I mean, you'd be surprised how many kidney stealing movies there are. I know. People want our kidneys, man. It's like yeah. I mean, there's there is that Van Damme movie, Pound um, of Flesh. A, there was there's The Harvest. Oh, that's right. Was that Miguel Ferrer? Yep. Um, there's uh, Born. Oh, Born. Yeah. 
and there's others that's just off the top of my head it's like every once in a while if you watch a lot of movies you'll come across one with a kidney stealing plot or some plot <laughs> well i guess kidneys are valuable on the dark web or the black market or whatever <laughs> or dark cable dark cable i like dark cable it's on dark cable buy your kidney today on the on dark cable <laughs> yeah it's like qvc you know? yeah <laughs> yeah it spins around <laughs> well i just mean you know i i would imagine on dark cable they probably have a home shopping channel oh yeah and you know buy jeff wincott's character's kidney <laughs> for uh 1095 no cod's <laughs> right you gotta you gotta want to get some cod's it's in gem mint 10 condition yeah <laughs> I'm just doing a quick look if you missed anything else. No, he's in these other like smaller role movies, but um, I know he's in these other Universal Soldiers. We haven't seen those. Um, it has Burt Reynolds and Gary Busey, and here he's not very good. But uh, oh, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I hear he's like in it for one second in the second Universal Soldier, two brothers in arms, and he has more of a role in the third one, which is called Unfinished Business. So, oh, yeah, it's right. There's Future Fear. Have you seen that one? I know. I don't think so. I've never seen that one either. I've read the sci-fi slog, but it has Maria Ford and Stacey Keach also. So, mm. might be yeah, okay. worth looking out for. Yeah, I think I've seen that hanging around. So, um, I guess that's it for one guy. We, are, I'm fresh out. Uh, All right. So just to wrap up, I think he, yeah. he's definitely one of the leading lights oh, of the right. DTV action world and. Um, hopefully this overview will inspire people to check out some of his uh, yeah definitely check out from the time last man standing and you know martial outlaw martial law too undercover so yeah, yeah. so those, they're definitely some of the best um, but I believe you have some shout outs I only have one which oh, okay. is uh, <laughs> is a really nice cool guy on Instagram he said oh he loves our podcast oh it's the only podcast I listen to so I have his uh, handle. It's Jimmy underscore useless. So, yeah, really cool guy. Um, so thanks for listening, which is really nice of you. So Yeah, we definitely appreciate that. Anyone who listens, I, we, we really, really appreciate it. We it's do, and I always say thanks. So thanks for listening. I mean, we can just give out uh, where we can find us, because I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, okay. So it's uh, comeuppinsreviews.net is the main website. And yep. um, if you want to email us, it's crpodcast at yahoo.com. And, yeah. um, and other places you can hear the podcast, yes. you know, you iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. Uh, Amazon Music. Amazon Music and pretty much anywhere you can get yeah. podcasts for the most part. Yeah, we're not missing. Um, if there's a place that you've looked for us and you can't find us, let us know and we'll try to get there. But, uh, I, but yeah. I don't think we're on that other one, which I already made a bunch of Stitcher jokes. So oh, yeah. it might be on Stitcher. I don't That's know. Fine. I will just say, yeah, as far as I know, right. Well, I should probably check again, but yeah. I don't think we're on Stitcher right now. But there's so many other ways to get this. Yeah, I, know. You'll need I think Stitcher. I'm OK if we're not on Stitcher. No, you don't need Stitcher, bro. It's like, <laughs> so, yeah. And then we're on Facebook under the you know website name and we're also all well, twitter is under ty comeuppance and then my instagram is ty action rocks where i post all the tapes and talk to tremble <laughs> so, and yeah so uh, and other people oh and other people oh, lots of people oh, lorenzo lamas you know dropping some more names but uh is <laughs> oh, oh louis mandalore yeah louis mandalore 
So right, you got a Mandalore. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, when I posted uh, that stupid movie, um, Enemy Action. <laughs> so I can't remember the title. You know, see Thomas Hall was kind of mediocre. We watched it this hmm. year. Is it already oh, gone? Yes. <laughs> no, no, I remember someone's being tortured or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people have like Irish accent. I, it, it's a movie on a screen. Hey, but Mandalore saw it, so. <laughs> oh, that's so. something. Cool. Well, I guess that's it. That's the end. Yeah. And thank you again to all our comeuppance warriors. Oh, that's right. Thank you to the warriors. Yeah, the dream warriors, just like Dawkins, better than the white stripes. <laughs> <laughs> so with that callback firmly in place, we are going to sign off. So thank you for listening you. and goodbye. Bye.
how would you like a shovel head? That's 